Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how you doing on this fine day? Well, Tyler, as always, I am chilling. Pretty stand for you. That's good. That's good. Uh, so, you know, there's been a lot of news in Hollywood this week, but uh, obviously I think we got to finish our conversation first about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, we do. We have the second half. So basically what, four through six, obviously a whole season discussion, spoilers for just about anything we need to discuss about because there's quite a bit to talk about. Oh, yeah. And then obviously maybe if we can get to it at the end, there is a pos, you know, maybe talk about the Captain America 4 movie that was announced. But let's focus on the show. Mike, I'll start off with you. As a series overall, what do you think? Overall, I think it was a good series. It kind of had a quick pace, a lot faster than WandaVision did. Um, I was breaking my neck. I was going to move that fast. Yeah, almost got whiplash. But all in all, the action was rock solid throughout it. I mm-hmm. feel like it touched on a darker side of Marvel, which is what I'm actually liking a lot about these Marvel shows, is that they're definitely more adult topics while still having yeah. some funniness for the kids but the overall theme is it's a lot of trauma dealing with that's what i'm yeah definitely between both shows too like yeah have to deal with loss trauma it's you know it's not like something i'd, I'd put on for a five-year-old to watch yeah definitely not um granted they wouldn't really understand it but no but no all in all i mean there's definitely a message to uh falcon and winter soldier or should i now call it captain america and winter soldier because mm-hmm. that that is how it it ends but one thing i do have to get out of the way with these comic book accurate suits man they're they're pretty good they know what they're doing you know yeah they're they're pretty damn fucking good uh, what about you tyler what, what did you think about the show i got thoughts i got thoughts uh let's start with the good and then we'll work our way into the bad okay uh i mean i think i'll give it the highest prop i can give it and I do think it is better than WandaVision. Yep, I now agree. The re- now, the reason I'm, I'm starting with that is I'm going to make my, build my case down. One thing I liked, even though, again, it was a bit, a bit sloppy, it's also a bit of a negative, but compared to Spider-Man, compared to WandaVision, I like how this was the biggest we have seen post-snap, or I guess post-blip, technically, what the world is like. Yes. Spider-Man made fun of it. WandaVision was self-contained to the town. So unless S.W.O.R.D. talked about it, we saw nothing. Uh, but, you know, the fact that there is a new commun- uh, a new global co- like organization, kind of like a UN, that's trying to put people back where they were. There's uh, refugee camps. There's issues with the refugee camps because obviously governments can't run anything right. Um, Actually. So this definitely at times definitely got more political than I was expecting from the show. I knew the show was going to talk about race and stuff like that, which it did, but I'm unhappy. It also went a bit political as well. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny that it took that route. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was saying to you the other day, like, I think the biggest problem I have with this show is that it's showing us what society could be and should be and what our government or our politics should be doing for us yeah and what they're the only thing that's accurate is how they're failing 
to help everyone. Or how they're willing to throw someone under the bus as needed, a.k.a. uh, Walker. Yes. I got that part, too. But, yeah, I mean, the the politics, uh, the action, like I said, it was very good. It's definitely more grounded. It's the Winter Soldier slash Civil War kind of action, which is great to see. Uh, Didn't miss that. And I I think how they they handled uh, Sam becoming Captain America. I thought was great. I agree. All the other characters by the end of the show, though, uh, I felt like there should have been an episode to pad it out. Yeah. um, Definitely having an extra episode would have helped. Mm -hmm. I I think it is criminal that uh, Bucky talking to the Japanese father is literally 60 seconds. Yeah, it would have been nice to see some reconciliation or maybe not because mm-hmm. we, we we're seeing like a lot of oh you know what there's a lot of forgiveness in the air but what if this guy wasn't okay with it yeah we, we don't see him go through that process yeah and it sounds like in the previous episode oh you got to do the work we don't see him do the work he gets 60 seconds for that scene which i would be fine with if they showed say a montage of him going through the book no no a few minutes later the book's done all the yeah. crossed off okay I don't really know how that happened, but... Uh, again, like, I feel if there was a final episode post the Battle of New York, where half of it could have been Bucky going through some of that, uh, Sam meeting people, like, it would have gave closure, proper closure, to the season. would have made more sense. Yeah. Uh, Walker is another thing. I liked him in the final episode. Um, I agree. I liked his kind of, a, like, a face turn, like, he's kind of trying to be good again he went to save those people he had no problem working with uh sam or bucky as needed but again the previous well, episode they were you know they broke his arm here's the other thing he never really was a true villain he, he never was a true villain and then I, I think you know uh white russell is a great actor for this for this role he kills it oh, the entire season but I think the issue is like, yeah, you're right. He was never truly a, a full uh, full villain. I'd say he's more of an anti-hero. Or an antagonist in yeah. the series. He never, he never really went full evil. Um, there was definitely parts where he his mind was a little warped. Yeah. Um, I even saw a quick glimpse of that when he was thinking about saving the people. Like, he was hitting his head. Like, he wasn't sure. Yeah. But deep down, he knew exactly what had to be done. Because his whole goal at the end of the day is to save people mm-hmm. yeah I, I did see uh comments online that it was actually a, a good callback is uh lamar you know uh rest in peace uh but one of the things he constantly His said throughout died. the show was he always makes the right decision in the heat of battle and oh he did, well he we'll give that a 99 percent. well uh, i mean when the guy says it dies i feel like that one percent's okay yeah definitely uh shouldn't have got half the shield there's no scene with them talking like if if even if they just said something that okay i'm fine with you guys for now or something or even at the end after sam gave his uh great speech what did those two characters get a head nod really yeah that's that was pretty dumb like even if like like if you were to say well you know tyler you know they're in the heat of battle they can't have a conversation that's fine that's fine even after battle, you can't have a quick word. Like you good. Like come on. Like again, it felt really, really rushed toward the end. 
Yeah. I mean, what I do like is that they gave the time to kind of show Isaiah wasn't completely dicked over by the end of it. No, I would say besides Sam, Isaiah, I would say is number two and like properly done for his character, which is good. I mean, they, but that's thing though, like they gave him proper time, which is fine. Sam, obviously, but like Bucky and Walker are kind of just thrown to the side. And I mean, <laughs> let's not even talk about the terrorists and how underdeveloped they were. Unfortunately. Um, I mean, that, that, that's a negative. It was like, I, the first, the first half of the season, they had me. I was with them. Why not? What, you know, one world, one people. I, I was for that. And then she started killing people and she didn't really back up why she's doing it. Besides they only understand violence. I'm like, I'm out. Well, because she became kind of a radical and that's what Zemo was saying. Yeah. Is that, you know, she started out with a good cause, but it kind of went downhill from there. I would say another point to in the ending was rushed is, um, you know, the group seemed very tight in it. Like, even though they were underdeveloped, I thought the group was tight in it, but apparently they had the scene where, you know, she's like, well, you know, if they don't, you know, they don't listen to us, we're just going to kill them. And then you see the, the look of the other supporters like, it. oh yeah. They're like, and wait, they, hold on a second. And I'm like, excuse me, this is now where you back up, like back off from this. You're not cool with you're, you're cool with scaring these people half to death, kidnapping them, but killing them. Oh well, hold hold on, I'm not here to kill anyone. Like, oh, no no no. Well, I mean, to be fair, you just started a battle in New York City, and you're not you're not committed to go all the way. Nah, weak. Yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, I kind of like that because it was a separation. I just feel that should have came up earlier because, like, when she killed the initial group uh, a few episodes ago, uh, when they took the supplies. If you wanted to build up to that moment, there should have been more of a conversation between the group. Like, you shouldn't have done that. Don't do it again. And then maybe she understands that, but then she goes crazy again at, you know, the last episode and is like, no, no, we're going to kill them if they don't listen to us. And then, like, there was no buildup to it. Naturally. Which I feel I've been saying a lot. <laughs> so the funny thing about that, mm-hmm. I feel like you are right, but not entirely. Okay. So there definitely is buildup. So for i mean we kind of knew carly was building up to be the real villain um which makes sense mm-hmm. but like one thing that is overlooked i think is how she got that way like they didn't really give her enough of a backstory I agree. You know what with I mean? You. Yeah, I mean her conversations when she talked about the past were interesting. But honestly, I think she it would have been good if we saw a flashback because her telling of the story is when a snap happened, people moved wherever they needed to to help everyone. And her side of the story is everything was, you know, sunshine and rainbows. But what we see in Endgame, you know, New York City's desolated. Fucking Steve is in a, you know, count, a grief counseling group. So. I kind of would like to see a flashback to see if it was actually true at all. Yeah. Like the 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 the, the post snap we see in Endgame is very different to what she's talking about. Well, we kind of got glimpses of that in Far From Home, if you think about it. So one thing, one of the things Aunt May said was, you know, she blipped back and went to her apartment, or was in her apartment. Everyone thought she was a ghost. Oh, yeah, they took over the apartment, yeah. 
Yeah. So that kind of adds some validity to what she was saying. I don't think anything was just sunshine and roses. Mm-hmm. I just feel, but but you just bring up a good point there. Like what Anne May says, I feel like if we had more time to expand on it, I think it would actually be a good political debate because like what the Senator mentions, it's like, okay, let's take Aunt May, for example, in this case, does she lose her apartment because she happened to be blipped? It wasn't her choice. Or is the family that moved in, do they have to keep it? Like, or do they have to go back where they come from? In which case Carly steps in and is like, no, they shouldn't have to. Let's have the debate. But we don't get that. It's a missed opportunity. Well, it's complicated. You wouldn't understand it. You know, maybe I'm just expecting too much from a Marvel show. Yeah. All right. Or our governments. All right. Um, I'm going to stop kind of shit talking the last episode a little bit because there was four and five to talk about. Uh, Zemo. Yeah. Zemo. Stole the show. Stole the show. He's also the MVP of the last episode. His butler got the most kills. Props to him. Yeah, you can say that again. That was what, four or five super soldiers dead? One shot, yeah. Yeah. That butler's dedicated to his job. Um, Zemo says, shoot. He says, where? Uh-huh. Says, how many? <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth? Um, I also liked, and obviously this wasn't really in the last episode, but for four and five, I really did like uh, Bucky and Zemo's interactions and how they kind of wrapped up with them and the Wakandans and like Zemo doesn't hold ill will against them. No. And I actually like that. Which is which is interesting because I think Zemo kind of sees Bucky for who he is as well. Mm-hmm. That he kind of had no choice in the matter. Yeah, as much as he, he likes to shit talk super soldiers, he doesn't shit talk Bucky and he doesn't shit talk Steve. No. Those are the only two. Well, he does Steve a little bit. A little bit, but he also points out, you know, when Bucky's like, well, you know, Steve never went crazy or evil. It's like, but there's never been another Steve Rogers, has there? I mean, that's true. Like, Steve oh. is the exception to the rule. Well, he's the OG, if yeah. you really think about it. And then for Bucky, I was like, yeah, Zemo likes to fuck with him a little bit, but he doesn't hate him because, like, because I think he knows everything about Hydra. He must have known that they forced him. He was an experiment. Yeah. It's not like he was not... willingly, yeah, give me the shot. And hell, he even respects Sam a little bit because he immediately said, no, he wouldn't take it. Which makes sense. It does make sense. It does seem that's going to become part of his character, too, that he's not the guy with the super serum. He mentioned that in his speech. Yeah, well, I don't think he, he would take it. Quite no, I don't think he would. Um, his kind of, and you know, his superpower is the belief that we all can do better. And oh, man, do I wish that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've only had that speech like something like that in real life, you know. Right. Um, and then after a speech like that, the government even said, you know what? Yeah, you're right. We're wrong. We're gonna reverse that. Yeah, I'm sure that would happen. They wouldn't just be like, oh, you know what? Fuck you, we're still doing it. Sure, if we had a speech like that after the 2008 recession, oof, world would have been so much better. Yeah. Um only if let's see, so Zemo's good. Um I guess I'll take my points now. I was right about the power yep. broker. It you was Sharon. You were. Called it. Son of, I was a little surprised. Hey, just, I mean, just a little surprised. What kind of girl, you know, just casually tells Sam, oh, yeah, no, I got some satellites. Let me see what I can get for you. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like, that does. Now, obviously, the way to set her up at the end is she's going to be a CIA agent again, except she'll be selling anything she can get her hands on. So she's the double Probably. agent. My question is, what do you think they do with her? Uh, I think she's going to end up being a villain. 
Yeah, but like, is she going to be a villain for like a Disney Plus show? Is she going to be a villain know. for Cat? I don't. I feel like she can be an antagonist for Captain America for, but if she's the full blown villain, it's kind of eh. Well, she's quite formidable. Might I she, remind you? I mean, she is formidable, but like, you need something fresh and exciting. Like, you need a new villain for for a big movie. And if the main villain is, hey, I just saw you two years ago on a Disney Plus show, it's like, I guess. I mean, look, for Thor 4, you know, you've got Christian Bale playing the villain. Like, they're going big. It's true. I'm not saying she can't be a villain in the movie. It's just, like, maybe a side villain. Um, oh, she, you think a woman can't be a good enough villain, Tyler? That's sexist. You know what? If she takes a super serum, go right ahead. Be the main villain. Go kick Captain America's ass. I'm pretty sure Sharon could just whoop Captain America's ass without the shield. Sharon's a fighter, man. She... Yeah. She really was going toe to toe with Bucky for a second. Yeah, uh, I, I I saw Might a lot I of complaints you. online though about uh like oh that Sharon thing didn't make sense. Why is she the power broker? I thought it made pretty it made clear. a little bit of sense. Yeah, and people were like oh what if she was blipped? Because th- apparently in Endgame they show her name on the blipped section, and my answer to that is that section we of never what they had directly knew it. Yeah, that's just because yeah. I thought Scott Lang was blipped and he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Ant-Man was flipped. He was in the quantum realm. So I think what they did is they just took a scan of the planet. They didn't find her, so they added her to the list. They don't know where she is. Maybe she's Correct. on the ground. Yeah. Because, you know, the fans' complaints are right. If she blipped, came back, and immediately ran Madripoor, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, if she had five years to build that up, she has a case for herself. All oh, the Avengers never... You know, sought out to get me enough those five years I was left all alone. You have a case. It's true. But, yeah, I mean, her hatred, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I think the ending of episode four, where Walker kills the guy, I think will be a standout moment from the show years to come. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of a given, though. I, th- I think it's just very symbolic compared to Steve. Because I saw a lot of people well, coming yeah, out of that. It's, it's like, Steve is what we should strive to be. Really. Steve is what we should strive to be. Walker is what we currently are. Hey, if you're talking about, like, the country? Like, yeah, like, the country as a whole. Yeah, like, you're not wrong. Which I think is good. And I think, you know, well, maybe some people might disagree. You know, we've done some nasty shit. But then I think it also connects to Sam's speech. Like, he's Captain America's, you know, we got to do better, you know? So I think it come, kind of yeah. comes full circle a little bit. I mean, it always does. Mm-hmm. Question is, will we do better? I don't know. Maybe in the Marvel universe, you know. We. I mean, first things first uh-huh. is you know get that that senator some help. He seems to be the only senator around <clears throat> that they can afford. That's what you think. He's just working overtime. He's just there because he wants to do better, Tyler. He's doing a poor job of it. <laughs> he pissed everyone off and got kidnapped. Well, it's not his fault he got kidnapped, right? Well, because he pissed everyone off. You know, he been, didn't piss her off, you know? Like Sam said, you don't want Carly 2.0. It depends, man. Carly 1.0 seemed pretty easy to deal with. Uh, funny you say that, because another small complaint is it kind of feels like all three military guys got nerfed a bit. Yeah. But that, that was my biggest complaint about the show, Tyler. You know that. I know. Well, let's talk about it. I think it's kind of bullshit. You know, Bucky goes toe-to-toe with some yeah, alien Buck, freaks. First of all, Bucky is probably 
one of the most OP characters Marvel has right now. When he wants to be, clearly. That's how they're writing it. If he's not in the Winter Soldier mind, he he, yeah, well, he holds back on purpose. They, there shouldn't be any holding back. And I'm so, I, I was fine with the holding back up until the final episode. You have people burning. Step up, use your metal arm, and crush their skulls. Get this over with. Like, like they've literally kidnapped people now, Bucky. Step it up. But it's not just Bucky. It's Sam as well, Walker, right? Like, Well, Sam was always not the greatest fighter, though. Because he was getting his ass kicked by crossbones, if you remember that, in Winter Soldier. I do, I do. But, see, I feel that one's a little okay, because like that's his like first time working with Captain America. You had Civil War. You had Infinity War. I expected a little more from him. I guess. But Sam was also holding back, too, if you think about it, because he didn't want to hurt Carly. It's true. I, I think the biggest two, I think the first one is Bucky. Bucky had to step up a lot more. Personally, yeah. I feel he should have been able to take on Walker one-on-one if oh, he really wanted down. to. If there was any time for him to go full into soldier mode, it would have been that moment because he doesn't like Walker to begin with. Mm-hmm. He's trying to replace his best friend, and he just disgraced the shield. I'm like, what, what did you say earlier? I, the shield's like his last piece of a family that he has, and that's what you did? Yep, and no, he you, just defiled it. Mm-hmm. You step it up. But I also think Walker should have done better. I understand the first half, him losing fights. He's a normal soldier. He's going up against well-trained people, super soldiers. But once he takes the serum, he still takes those L's. Yeah, he does. The only win he has is that he almost saved the people and had to fight off two soldiers to try and do it. But besides that, it's like, are right, you almost killed he, Carly, but then you, she knocked you out. almost saved the people. That's good. Yeah, almost. Oh, I'm sorry. Him screaming valiantly to the ground with the other two super soldiers. I mean, all right, you tried. You had the you know heroic music in the background, but you didn't actually save them. Well, it's the thought that counts, Tyler. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. It was his defining moment, if you will. It was his defining moment, but I feel like he should have had one win. Like a Just clean one. win. And I don't count him killing the, the, the super soldier on the ground begging his life as a win. That's not... No, that was, that was kind of overkill. Yes, yeah, seriously. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, obviously we're going to see Zemo and now a U.S. agent again at some point. In what mm-hmm. form? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's going to be quite interesting to see because you would have thought that, you know, Wakanda, they're going to take him to Wakanda for, into prison. Mm-hmm. But no, plot purposes says he goes to the rat. <laughs> <laughs> that damn convenient script writing. Yep. So General Ross, I assume, wants something to do with him since he runs the place. Yeah, um, most likely. Don't know what who what Val Val is planning for. Uh, clearly, it involves U.S. agent. Yeah, I, I read somewhere that Val is actually a sleeper agent for Hydra. But Hydra's gone. Oh, are they though? Cut off one head, a dozen more will take its place. See, I've been seeing like, oh, she's building the Dark Avengers to do missions Avengers don't want to do. There's the Thunderbolts. So obviously he's going to be part of some kind of team. Now you have like the uh, like anti Captain America, which to be fair, it doesn't seem that dark. He's like he'll help people as needed. It's just when he fights someone, he's going to be rougher. He's going to kill him. Yeah, he's going to be. Yeah, he's going to be ruthless. He's going to kill him, especially if you tell him that Lamar's life didn't matter. He's going yeah. to fuck you up. 
he is gonna straight murder you. There is no coming back from that. I, I do like how the show made the right move in his homemade shield and that it lasts two hits and then that's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I mean, come on, we knew that was gonna happen. I know, I know. I was like, I want to make sure, like, all right, like this thing's just gonna get thrown around like break, break, like fall apart, right? It, it, it's just a regular yeah. metal, and it's it does. Which makes sense because yeah, it's not vibranium, I mean, you know. I will say for just scraps of metal and him making his garage, he made a good replica. He did. It's good for Kamka. I mean, if there wasn't super soldiers, I think he would have it actually would have lasted a little bit longer. It probably would have. That's that's it, true. He had super it, soldiers you know, punching it, into that. It it might have even knocked on a few bullets. Ooh, bullets, I don't know. Hmm. Listen. You never know. You're I think right. it's possible. Anything's possible. So, I guess with a Captain America 4, do you think it's safe yes. to say they don't do a second season? Or at least anytime yeah, soon? Yeah, I guess. Definitely not anytime soon. I think you're right about that. Because I feel like... I wouldn't mind a spinoff show. With who, though? Bucky? Yeah, I think we could get a little bit more out of Buck. Don't you? I'm thinking Bucky would be like a uh, supporting character for Captain America 4, like... Sam will go on a mission or two. The guy's too strong. He needs help. Boom. Bucky's in to assist. Yeah, like, I feel you as an agent will let's, be on there. Let's, let's get this man some some movies of his own. He's always a supporting character. I mean, I'd watch a Bucky movie. I, I would. Can we get you know, a prequel of his times at the Winter Soldier? You know, I would have watched a movie of him like dealing with his past with the book if they didn't just speed run that. Yep. That could have been his own adventure. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, also, just go. to quickly touch on race, I think the Sam and Buggy conversation when they were training, I thought was great. I think Buggy oh, yeah. apologizing that he, both him and Steve, they were both wrong and that they didn't know how hard it would be for you know a black man to take the shield and all that. Well, yeah, They didn't think about that. Correct, because for them... He's just a guy. He's not. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. see him as like you know a black man or anything different. They see him as a friend, and that's pretty much it. But also, you know, they weren't active the during fact- the civil rights era. Like Steve was on ice. You know, Bucky was mind controlled and doing assassinations. They they never lived through that part of it. So Sam has that history. His ancestors have the history, but he's like, what's the issue here? Yeah. So another thing I do want to point out, though, now. They might not be, or they might not have been, but they grew up in the 40s, the 30s, 40s, and 50s. I'm pretty sure they would have been racist as fuck. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Steve, but Bucky probably would have. I mean, if I remember the first movie, they, they always they made Bucky as like kind of like the womanizer kind of, but he was always like the nice guy. He wasn't rude. So I'd be surprised if he saw. was like... Okay. So, so you're saying, like, they didn't show it on, in the movie, but he had a racist moment or two? No, I'm just saying, like, there was probably a good chance he was a little bit racist because he grew up in that generation. I'm just putting it out there. Okay, all right, yes, I guess that could be the case. But clearly he's overcome it, and he's not racist. That we know of still. Correct. So otherwise there, there would be a lot bigger problems in the show. It would be very awkward. <laughs> You know, it's it sort of makes sense why he's saying we're not we're not partners, we're not even friends. And it's not me, it's you. Yeah. 
start a lot of things are starting to make sense now, Tyler. Yeah. Goddamn racist Bucky. I mean, look, can can you blame him? He has like what 109? He's old. He could. But I would but say overall, I'd recommend the show. I would also recommend the show. Um, it's definitely one of the better things Marvel has come out with recently. Uh, Tyler, at a scale of one to ten, what is your final rating for the show? I would give it a solid seven. Really? A seven. That final episode <sighs> dropped it, it down. It, it did. It did. So where was WandaVision on that scale? I would say comparing it to WandaVision. I, all right, fine. Falcon Winter Soldier seven and a half. WandaVision is a seven. Okay. So I would I'd be fair and just give it an eight because the show did a lot of good things. Um, stuff that we can't really shit on too badly for. Because all in all, the show was solid. There mm-hmm. wasn't really a dull moment in the show whatsoever. And listen, I really don't have any complaints about it other than the final episode. Yeah. And Bucky, was Bucky, not Bucky, the best. you know, pulling his punches. Well, that's that's my biggest problem with the show. Bucky should not have pulled the punches for any reason whatsoever. Nope. That man, I don't know why, but listen, it's neither here nor there. Fucking asshole. He, he should have just tore John Walker apart. There's no reason he couldn't. He should have been able to break that arm one-handedly. Then he found oh, himself yeah. for that. Well, I mean, he is a super soldier himself, so he would have more strength mm-hmm. too. So I get that. Just don't Just don't agree. But yeah, what did you guys think about Falcon and Winter Soldier? Are you planning on watching it? Because if you haven't yet, I can tell you, you're missing out. It's definitely a good watch. You guys should definitely check it out. If you have, please, as always, let us know what you thought about it. Are you looking forward to Captain America 4 or possibly a Captain America and Winter Soldier Season 2? Let us know at Entertainment Expansion. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We got a whole bunch of other stuff on our YouTube page. Check us out. If you didn't check out our video on WandaVision, I'd recommend giving that a watch as well. As always, thank you for listening.